and welcome to Stuck with Taryn Arnold. I'm your host, uh, you guessed it, Taryn Arnold. And Stuck is a podcast about learning how to get unstuck in your life. And for the next 45 minutes, you're stuck with me. So, hi. Today I'm so excited. I have quite honestly the best gift, gift guest and gift. How cute, honey. Uh, I have the best gift. What the fuck? <laughs> I can't not say it. There's a Christmas tree next to me. Maybe that's what's happening. I have the best guest, uh, Camden Scott, my very own girlfriend, who is joining me to do a deep dive into how we're actually doing after the craziest year of our lives. Um, But this isn't just for us. If you're a fan of the pod, you know that we are doing the life balance wheel. And I ask you to join us uh, after we hear from our sponsors, which there are none. We'll get started. So enjoy this little song. talkie talkie one two three four five six seven eight nine ten that's right ladies and gentlemen my girl can count (laughs) (laughs) fuck you i'm just gonna start it from here hi stop it we're starting with that we are fully starting with that ew i know there's a rumor going around that cammy can't count to ten (laughs) fuck you but i hope y'all bitches stand corrected oh my god Uh, i'm popping this champagne because i'm gonna need it what you have to take the wrapper off obviously Taryn she why are you trying to make me out to be an idiot on your podcast this is slanderous and I'm gonna sue you you probably could yeah totally oh. you just what oh Lift the bottle up god go. oh it's like <laughs> uh so oh, I'm gonna pull a Theo no you got this I uh I bought us a bottle of champagne for oh, <laughs> baby look at how loud that was that's a premature pop uh, for those of you who don't watch Love Island, Theo, Theo was an incredible man. <laughs> was he's not dead? He's not dead. No, he's still with us. But he did his uh, eye. However, <laughs> someone popped a champagne bottle in his eye, and he lost his eye. So don't party too hard in Ibiza. Don't. I oh, love you hear you, that. Yeah, that's some ASMR shit right there. I love. When I you, know you're gonna make fun of me correctly pronouncing I, Ibiza. <laughs> I know it, but I'm not making fun of you. Actually, it makes me feel like I'm dating a. Dare I say, traveler? You know what? Taryn, <laughs> go on. I didn't come here for abuse. <laughs> I came here to have a good time. Uh, Taryn bought a bottle of, how do you say it? <laughs> no, no, no. Make... Go on. Moe? I, I say Moe, but that's not it. I know that's not correct. Google it right now. I believe it's Moet. I think it's actually just Moet. I would general. prefer that. I don't uh, like Moe. I say it because I thought everyone else said uh-uh. it. You're saying it because me and my dad do. It's embarrassing. No, everyone. Oh. Am I everyone to you? <laughs> That's so cute. What? <laughs> Who is this person that just came on her podcast? Sorry. Her podcast comes on and girl gets cocky. Sorry. I'm just feeling. Oh, are you looking it up? This is how to pronounce Moet and Chandon. Moet. Moet and Chandon. Moet and Chandon. Okay, Taryn bought us a bottle of Moet. Anyone, anyone from France, specifically from Champagne, listening, did I say Moet correctly? It worked for me. Mm-hmm. I'm smiling ear to ear right now. Good. Um, for those of you who don't know, Camden Scott, who I refer to as Mamden Scott, it's new. It was just tonight. <laughs> yeah. I just made it up. We were She's playing a, a YouTuber. 
She's what I would like to call a life guru. I was trying to think of what... A life so, guru. No, so, so well, let me finish what? and then we'll get back to why I say that. Okay. Um, she's also the host of an incredible podcast called Uneducated with Cami Scott, hosted by... You guessed, guessed it. it. <laughs> Cami Scott. Cami Scott. Uh, and she is my very own girlfriend. Um, Your Cambia. very own. Like you like went to the store and bought me. You're like, I finally got it. I saved up for so many I years. I honestly did save up a lot of friend points. You did. And I feel like it worked out. That's true. Oh, um, cute. So why I say life guru for you is because you do... Apologies if you hear Frank's little claws. Or it's is it Riggy? It's Riggy. She's Somebody. in her chair. <laughs> she looks like she's about to play checkers. She's cute. Um... So I say life guru because I feel like you do more than you give yourself credit for. Babe. You do. Like you're helping people with all sorts of things. It's like I assume that when people look at you, they like you for certain things. Like they think, oh, she's like a gay person that's like out and proud. Or she like teaches me about skincare. She teaches me like how to be proud of who I am or how to understand that life is wild or whatever. But I think that's just some people. I think most people see you as like all of it, which is more just like how to live your life. But life guru makes me sound like I have my shit together. I'm giving advice. And like the essence of my brand is that I don't know anything and that's okay because I'm aware I don't know and I'm willing to learn. So I don't know life guru sounds like i'm like got it going on no honey this is that's the new life guru oh okay it is it used to be like weirdos who were running pyramid schemes as we've been obsessively learning about oh my god Um, y'all but another day another time (laughs) who act like they're the second coming of christ yeah but i think the real in the age of social media life guru are people who are just like unashamedly themselves online but that also have something to get, to say because there are a million people who are just unashamedly themselves online and who are boring and pointless. Not not like people are pointless, but you know what I mean. I gotcha. Their message online is pointless. Yeah. And I think yours matters. Thank you. And I'm proud to be next to you. Cheers to that. Cheers. That was very sweet, baby. It was um, the best intro I've ever had in my life. Listeners, hello. Cam, give them a little hi. Give them a little soothing hello. Hello. Okay. <laughs> We didn't need you to be doing no kind of... I thought it was going to be soothing. I didn't mean it for it to be sexual, but I do understand that it came off sexual. It did cross a line, and I'm... I meant to be like ASMR, like, hello. That's but it, better. Thank you. Well, turns out to also be sexual for me, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cam, I'm going to have you on this podcast, I assume a few times, for lots of things, to have you teach me your ways. I can't believe it's my first time on the podcast everything you're saying is feeling sexual and it's really oh my god well no just years ago we talked about like you asked me to be on your podcast I was so honored I had been wanting to be on your podcast and years and years later here I am on your podcast sorry don't mean to derail you go ahead no no it's magic um (laughs) truly um but today is an exercise for the listeners that Mm -hmm. we are going to do alongside them you've never done this exercise before I've done it before uh, if you're a listener of the show, you know what a life balance wheel is. I think this was my first episode. Um, if people ask you how you're doing, especially in the year 2020, <laughs> you might not know how to answer that question. You might be like, well, here, here's a real example. Kami, how are you doing? I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, I'm, 
Putting it in there is the classic move. Yeah. That I'm like, doing right now. Good after you just had like five mental breakdowns, but you don't want to tell anybody. 100%. Um, so this exercise called the life balance wheel is something that I used to actually lead people through uh, in my church days. And it's, it's super useful. I've taken it out of church and continued it through my life. And Is it a church thing? No. It didn't originate there? I don't think so. Here? No, I don't think so. Oh my gosh, I can hear your pen. And Sorry. It's really cute. No, no, no. It's like scratchy and cute. Okay. It's a good vibe for right now. Um, so I'd like you to do it with us. If you did it last year, this will be fun for you to be able to compare. And I know a lot of you did because you sent them to me, which is very exciting. Um, so to start, we're going to get out a piece of paper. Cam already has one, and she's using pens that my mom got her for Christmas. Y'all, I have to put you on these pens real quick because I'm like, <laughs> keep looking at Taryn. Sponsored being like, by. Oh my God. Taryn's mom got us these shimmer markers. They're called Doodle Dazzles. <laughs> <laughs> but it says one pen, two colors. So the inside of it is one color, and the outline's another. Like it looks like it's glowing. So the one I'm using right now is like a shimmery silver outlined in blue. This is insane. Okay, it, it does. I it, just wanted to like show don't tell kind of vibes, but I no, it told. is <laughs> sort of messing with my eyes a little bit as I look down at it. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so to start, grab a piece of paper. Uh, hopefully something larger than a post-it note because it'll be hard if you go any smaller than that. A real normal, you know, eight by. I think oh, there's seven by eleven. Seven. Twelve by eleven. Twelve. Eight. It's eight. Mm. Yikes. Printer paper. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, what's a printer? <laughs> Dark, but true. Um, grab a piece of paper, write life balance wheel on top. Maybe do a little, a little bit of the date. Uh, oh, so for us, talk. we're just going to do end of 2020 because we are wrapping up the year right now. Um, and I honestly don't know what is to come as I do this. Um, let me draw it out for you first. Grab your pen. Do a big circle oh, this on is your piece of paper. Like a massive circle. Do you have, um? what are those things called? I do not. Draw perfect- a protractor? Yeah. That's what they're called. <laughs> Terror bears. Oh, oh, I have an idea. You are going to get a pen. You are going to draw your circle. Oh, Cammie. She's tracing my screen. I don't feel good about that. It's like fine. literally she has her, uh, I don't, I do not. <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> And she also, this is, this is a lot. I have a candle burning and she's wearing my jacket and she has burnt my jacket. Do you want me to tell the people what happened right before this call? Yeah. Give them the, set set the scene for what our night looked like. Yeah. So Taryn went to feed the dogs. She opens the fridge to get the wet dog food out, drops a club soda. It shatters, like explodes. There's glass in the kitchen, in the dining room, in the living room in my foot in her foot and then she goes to give frank his food and reagan's her food drops reagan's bowl all over the ground it was like it's a big ordeal so if i caught my yeah so if i just caught my sleeve on fire that would have been honestly hysterical and that also would have been like the calmest part of the night truly okay (laughs) um okay so you've got this massive circle in front of you now you're gonna basically split it up into eight pieces of pie so you can do a big plus sign across the whole thing. Yeah, go and horizontally, go vertically, and then do your little X. A big plus sign from the top to the sides, and then a big X across, and that should leave you with eight slices. You just held it up to show me, and I love that. <laughs> it's very cute. Actually, it's really good. I know. Don't hate on my perfection. I don't hate. Um, so here's how this is going to go. 
every slice of the pie represents mm-hmm. another part of life okay. right now. Uh, <gasps> inner circle. No, don't no inner circle. It's fine. Um, you are going to fill up your pie piece. Let's say one pie piece is health. Okay, let's actually start it with health. Okay. So I'm I'm labeling a wedge just for the listeners. I'm labeling a wedge health. Correct. Can we go around and label them all real quick? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, let's do that. Label a wedge health. The next wedge is career. The next is going to be love. The next bad boy is a little spirituality situation. This is why I don't think this originated in Christianity because it says spirituality. I don't think they do that. Next is family. Next is uh, it says leisure, but I say fun. Fun is always the easier one. I prefer fun too. Fun. Do you only have one left? Two. Same. What did I miss? Friends. Oh yeah. Okay. Then money. Months, and then friends. Okay. What happens next is imagine this each piece of pie as a one to seven. Okay. Okay. One being the innermost area of your circle seven being you filled in the entire piece of your pie like level of fulfillment you have level the the rating signifies your level of uh satisfaction satisfaction. how much of the pie how much of that piece of pie did you have this year no how satisfied with you are you in that area of your life not how much of a thing so one to seven so an example would be maybe you're not making a lot of money right now, but mm-hmm. you're happy with where you're at. So you could still be at a seven. Okay. Cool. Wealth wise or money wise, even though you're not making $200,000 a year. <sighs> it's going to be depressing this year. So folks, I'll be honest with you. I purposefully did not let myself think about this before I did it. And Cam doesn't even know what we're doing. So I know you yeah. didn't think about it, but I was on a call with my therapist this morning And I started to say something that reminded me of the life balance wheel. And Mm -hmm. I told her, you know what? I'm not going to go there because I want to have like genuine reactions and genuine conversation about how I'm doing Mm -hmm. tonight. So I really don't know where this is going to go. But I hope that if you're listening and doing this along with us, that you are giving yourself an honest, real answer and really meeting yourself where you're at. Camden Scott has raised her hand. Yes. My question is, are we doing this relative? Are we saying this year was shit, it was hard, there's areas that were out of our control. Like some people lost their job and obviously they're not happy in their career. Some people, I don't know, I don't want to go into the devastation of this year. Are we visualizing it relative to the the year we are given and what we did with it or just overall how we're feeling? Overall. Okay. Let's do it. This is kind of zooming out from everything else going on in the world. How satisfied are you in these areas of your life right now? Mm-hmm. Including the situation that you're in, mm-hmm. but not limited to. Gotcha. Okay. Let's start with, uh, let's just go for a real shit one. And we're going to start with friends. Ouch. So here's what's going to go on. Oh, this is Everyone hard, is going to choose from a one to a seven where they lie. Notice I chose seven because most people will just choose the midpoint if you say 10, but mm-hmm. there is no midpoint with seven. I love that. You like really so have to have commit to, to one side or the other. Um, this one's hard for me. Yeah. Because 
Tell me your tell me your number first. I don't know. I'm I'm a little I'm a little unsure where to go because I am like a zero with certain friendships and really hurt and really upset. However, I have especially more recently, like these last couple months of the year, been like really reflecting and so appreciative of certain friendships and realizing I don't need those negative ones. Like I almost, the people who make me feel like a zero to a two, wait, what's it between? Seven. Yeah. Zero to seven. One yeah. To seven. So the people who make me, so you can't do a zero, but <laughs> the people who are making me feel like one to three, I want to trim that fat. So they're never there because the people that I do feel good about, I'm really up there. You know what I mean? So as much as I would say I'm quite, I mean, it's still going to be quite low number. I'm going to go to a four, which I think is surprisingly high for the hard friendships I had this year. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Four. So good to know you're not at your highest you've ever been. You're not the happiest you've ever been. There's room for improvement. Yeah. But you wean some good people out of this whole thing and some bad people out. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling very hopeful. Like I feel like I, this year has helped me realize what I want in my friendships mm-hmm. and I'm not fully there yet. Like I don't think I'm giving enough to the people who matter yet. And I think there's still some fat to either trim or try to turn into muscles still and keep them around. Cute. But I feel like I have, I feel like for the first time in my maybe entire life, I know the exact friends I want and the type of friendships I want. So I feel very good about the future in my friendships, which has bumped me up to that four level. That's magical. So I fill this in up to a four? Yeah. Which would um, be like... I have given myself a very upsetting two. Mm. And here's why. At the beginning of this year, I moved from San Francisco, where I'd been for five years, down to LA, and I've spent the entire time in quarantine not seeing anyone besides cam which is amazing um cam and i are both adults in life (laughs) i don't know what i'm trying to say other (laughs) than well here's where i'm getting at there is a level of respect for other for your significant other's friends where you don't want to gotcha absorb your life too much into theirs and you don't want them to do that into yours like yes to become one it's the whole situation but also like Cam's good friends who I've spent this entire year with are totally my friends, but I'm not going to cross that line and make them more my friends than hers. Um, And I haven't got that opportunity to see my friends. And uh, something I actually talked about in therapy this morning was that I identify so heavily with being a good friend that this year has taken that away from me because the ways that I thought being a good friend manifests Mm -hmm. is like showing up and going out of your way and like all the things that I can't do and the things that are being rewarded as a good friend are like not allowed like (laughs) people that are seeing each other during quarantine or they're meeting somebody's new girlfriend or whatever I'm like I'm not gonna do that because it's not safe Mm -hmm. but it doesn't it's reflecting negatively on how I feel about my friends which is not the case I'm just trying to be safe totally um so I feel like a shit friend which really sucks. And I... Thanks for the little scratchies, honey. <laughs> I know it's been hard. I just feel like a shit friend. I feel like I'm trying to respect your friendships. And I also, even if I'm like 
getting closer with people, I can't spend quality time with them or alone time with them. Mm -hmm. So I'm just feeling a little stuck. And that really sucks for me because historically when I do these life balance wheels, friends is always the tippy top, always the highest for me. So this year has been really, really shitty. Yeah. I think it's funny being your friend for so many years and always seeing that you weren't fully fulfilled in your life whether it be like career, relationship, whatever. Like I've always witnessed that as an outsider and as somebody like wanting your complete and total happiness have been like bummed that it always seems like something's missing. Mm. Even though you would never clearly say that, it was just clear that it was like, God, this girl should be like stoked on life and I can see something's not fulfilling her. Friendship has always been the one that like I never questioned for you. So I feel like, that you fr- your friendships are a part of your identity, like a massive part totally. of your identity, which this year robbed you of that. Yeah. Um, another interesting point I think is a lot of people struggle balancing friendships within their relationship, especially if you're gay, because like I always like joke that it's so easy for straight people to be like oh, having a girl's night out and your boyfriend doesn't come along. Um, because you're it, always having a girl's night when yeah, you're with your girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> it, it gets really confusing. And, like, I've even had friends text me when we're out on a date and be like, hey, I'm really bummed I wasn't invited to this thing. Oh and God. I'm like, it was a date. Like, that's not just my friend. <laughs> that's my girlfriend. Um, but with you, I, f- I feel like, and maybe because you're being hyper aware of it, I feel like we have a really nice balance with it. And I never worry about that crossover in past relationships I have because I've like in past relationships I haven't had enough division and then I overcompensated and with you I like I just don't worry I'm like I want you to be best friends with all my best friends because why wouldn't I want all my people to love each other yeah so I don't know just wanted to add that tidbit of something that like I've really experienced this year of finding that balance and finding that comfort with you being besties with my friends. And I'll also say your friends are incredibly welcoming, as mine would be to you if this situation was flipped. Totally. You know? Yeah. Cool. Um, Okay, so that's where we're at. These are the kinds of things you should be thinking about when you are filling out your little baby life wheel. Um, It's nice, right? It's so fun. Okay, Cam, pick our next thing of the pie. Ooh. Slice um, of the pie, slice. Hmm. Don't God. think too much. They're all just really deep. Let's let's move over to health. Right to our right. Cool. Um, so obviously when you're filling out this section for health, how satisfied are you with your current health? And let's go physical health on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, mental health kind of plays into a lot of the others. So physical health, how satisfied with where how satisfied are you with where you currently are? Okay, leaving mental health totally off. The leaving table. mental health okay. out. This is your physical health. Oh. Um is depressing um you know it would be fun mm. if we get on a live yeah while other people fill them out so we can all chat about them oh that'd be cute it's so fun chatting about it with you yeah <gasps> oh, i was doing so well and i just messed up my thing um, I'll kick it off. So Go for it, out of seven, I gave myself a three. That's not right. Oh my gosh. That's not right. When I said it, I felt it. And that's okay to change your mind. Um, I'm actually going to give myself a four because I do feel like I'm on the up. Um, I have had some weird digestion issues show up this year. I feel like I've gained, I know I've gained weight this year. Um, 
and a lot of my routine of San Francisco life, which was so much walking, uh, is gone. So I just don't feel super satisfied, but I gave myself a four on the positive end of the pie spectrum because uh, I feel like I'm on the right track with how I'm thinking about things and where I'm moving. Um, There's an analogy that I really love that's talking about how when a plane is flying to a destination, if it is off its track by two degrees, it will land in a completely different country. Mm-hmm. If it's off its track by one, it'll land in a different country but closer. And if it's not off its track, it it gets there. Um, and I love that thought because I feel like the first bit of quarantine, I was just living it up and drinking and eating whatever mm-hmm. I wanted and not moving a lot. Um, and moving into this next part of my life, I feel like I'm going in the right direction and I'm recorrecting my plane's route. And so I'm looking, I'm hopeful, but I'm not nearly close to where I want to be. Yeah. Tag Camden Scott. Okay. After hearing you talk, it's so funny. So I gave myself off the bat, I gave a six. Dombie. I know. And I'm like kind of regretting it, but Dom is damn, (laughs) not dumb. (laughs) Just to be clear. Um, I'm okay. So let me give my, my thought process. So, as far as I know, I am quite healthy. It's funny because this year I've been healthier than I ever have because I get really bad sinus problems and I have a very low immune system um, because I have asthma and not being out and about and constantly washing my hands and wearing a mask has been incredible for my health because I have that low immune system that I haven't got I have not been sick once this year Mm -hmm. and I normally get sick at least once a season which in California we don't have normal ones but four times a year I get sick for about a week like it just is how I am my little baby I can't (laughs) even imagine you being all sniffly (laughs) every time I came up to San Francisco I was sniffly yeah but like I couldn't like take care of you yeah well I am used to it I don't really like need things I'm just so used to it so my mind went to my health in that sense the only reason I didn't say seven was because I'm terrified of doctors so I don't go there's a lot of unknowns for me that I know I need to take care of and I need to work on um I went to the dentist I had some cavities I have some more that need to get filled but it's funny because you started talking about your weight and drinking And I think I have fully compartmentalized my weight to my mental health because I've had so many issues Uh. with eating and physically that I'm not in the best shape that I've been where I think old me would have dinged my, like I'm actually really proud that I gave myself a six because old me would have dinged myself so many that I'm like, I gained five pounds during quarantine. I've, I haven't worked out these last like, couple months as much as I'm used to like Mm -hmm. I'm not in the best shape of my life and I didn't relate my shape to my health at all which is totally accurate you can be bigger and the healthiest of your entire life totally so as soon as you start talking I was like wow it's so cool that I didn't ding myself on that's awesome my physical appearance related to my health so yeah I'm a six I'm a health queen I love you. That's so sweet. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to pick my next one, and I'm going to pick... Oh, before we leave, pick your one to seven on health. Um, 
what I really love about health and all of these things, but what I find really special about health is that changes can happen in a second. Like Mm -hmm. you can go to the doctor, you can start drinking more water, you can take 30 more steps than you normally do. And that is how you recorrect your plane's path. And it works. Um, Let's go to, um, let's just keep going around. Let's go to career. Okay. You want me to go first? Are you ready? I'm not ready. I have to really think about this one. I know you're not supposed to really think it, but. No, you can, you should. You you, you actually, you benefit from overly thinking this exact exercise. All right. So all you overthinkers out there, congrats. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank God. Career for me. um, I'm realizing we probably got to go fast because we have eight of these and we're only on three. I don't know how far we are because I can't see the time. However, career, I gave myself a six out of seven. Um, I have spent the last five years of my career just working my ass off and staying really late at my office and getting in early and being available around the clock, which was very fun and helped me gain a lot of great skills. Um, But now in my life, I'm working as a consultant. I consult for a few different companies, Microsoft being the one that I spend most of my time working with. And I'm so the level of uh pride that I have in my work and the feeling of confidence in myself and how I'm an expert in these projects makes me feel really good and what I didn't get through a lot of like the formative years of my career so I'm really happy I feel like I'm rewarding my past self my 20s self for all of the hard work that I did Mm -hmm. by letting myself have a little bit more of a flexible gig um that pays well and where I'm trusted which if that doesn't make any sense to you yet I promise (laughs) as you get further in your career um a lot of times people make you feel like shit for something that they think they know but you definitely know better um and now that I'm literally 10 plus years into working and 30, um, you start to see how much that actually matters to be able to be the person in a meeting or be the person in a room who has the final say. And people go, well, if Taryn says that, then that's what it is. Um, And I feel like I have that right now. And I appreciate that. (laughs) That makes me so happy and proud of you to see that you're a six. That like makes me smile really big. Um, And proof, she's smiling really big. (laughs) I gave myself a four, very similar reasons to the friend thing where I'm on the right path. I've realized a lot this year. I'm like, I'm so thrilled with doing the podcast. I know that I'm doing, I know that I'm in the right direction and I'm finally focusing on what matters to me and what's right, but it's not there yet. There was a lot of big changes at the end of the year for me, career wise. And I know that really big, awesome things are to come but I'm, it's not happening yet. So yeah. for right now, there's a lot that I want to let go and leave in this year and move forward with. So I'm not, I'm not on that like up and up yet, but I'm super positive and optimistic that it's like, we get in there. We get in there. We're we on our way. And that's all that matters. Exactly. Um, next, next piece of the buy. Uh, thought on career. Even if you aren't of working age yet, or you're not like, you don't feel like your work is a career. I know that distinction feels weird. Um, You're like, no, I have a job, but it's not my career. Mm -hmm. 
you're still gaining things that are teaching you how to have a career or that are yeah stepping you're stones you're, you're you're making a lot of skills and and they a lot of people call them soft skills and hard skills hard skills being like uh like like engineering or like data analytics or like whatever analyzing performance or whatever it is and soft skills being like she's good with people or she's like whatever i don't think that stuff is real i think soft skills are arguably more important i was just gonna say that yeah like go focus on those focus those on will get you skills. everywhere uh make people happy make your boss happy <laughs> make customers happy and you'll be solid so cool babe are we heading just to love yeah let's just keep let's go all the way around wow we haven't had like a little check-in with ourselves so i know i'm scared for this one. don't be scared <laughs> um cam and i are really communicative but i wonder if this will unearth some things that we don't know oh jesus no even in a constructive positive way i already have my answer do you um i picked up my pad so you couldn't see it because i don't want you to yeah i have mine you go first this time okay i did a five (gasps) did you do (laughs) cute um my reasoning being um we have been in this weird creepy spooky bubble so it's been amazing there's not a single soul on this earth that or out of this earth (laughs) for that matter that i would want you ghosts yeah screw you ghosts i don't want to hang out with you spirit mother (laughs) Teresa. i'm just thinking because of the movie soul i'm like all these little bobbles up there Ow. Oh my god! I just slammed my knee. Um, I kicked her under the table. <laughs> she's like, "Say something nice, <laughs> goddammit. Um, yeah, there is. There's no one else I would want to spend this with. I'm so happy. I love the little life we've created for each other, but I'm craving experiencing this relationship in the real world. And it's so funny because I have spent a large part of my like romantic life in long distance things like mm-hmm. even you and I we our first few months were long distance yeah and I always like wanted that normal life and I feel like we have part of it and we still don't have it I'm like we live together we're together every day and we still don't have that like hey honey how was your day come home from work like I want that so bad yeah um and I think like this year has created issues for us being like navigating both working from home and how to how to deal with that how to navigate that I'm and I'm sure so many of you any of you in a relationship right now listening to this it's been a confusing weird year none of us have been used to this and it's just been weird to be like I really need my space during work and I really liked our conversation we were playing a card game the other day and somehow got on the topic of it and Taryn mentioned how She's always been in relationships where she, whenever you were home with your significant other, it was after working hours. So mm-hmm. if they weren't giving you attention and they were working, it was annoying. It was, yeah. you're overly focusing on your work and not focusing on us. For us, when we're home and not focusing on each other, it's like noon on a Tuesday <laughs> and we need to be working. And I think we just, we we struggled communicating boundaries with that. I, I won't speak for you. I struggled communicating boundaries yeah. because I was like, I don't ever want to turn down a kiss from you randomly, but I 
also want to be able to focus on this email I'm sending and not lose my train of thought because I am borderline ADHD and I need to focus. Um, so yeah, I'm just ready to get out to the real world. And I think I always want some room to improve. So yeah, five, but I love you. (laughs) Um, I also did a five, uh, for similar reasons. I was friends with cam for we say five years that's probably the average of what it was i don't know five years Ooh, that was a cute noise um her little champagne making a cute little friendly hello um we were friends for five years prior to us dating and we saw each other during the fun stuff it was so fun and light and easy mm-hmm. um and we would talk and text and I, I, well Actually, during some hard stuff, too, now that I think about it. Like, some of the times that we would reach out to each other or that we would hang out with each other were during, like, some of our rough moments of life. So I guess what I'm saying is it was a good balance of, like, we had a lot of fun together. We were really easy, um, light little mood with each other, but we could also help each other out of what we were going through. Um, quarantine has made this really hard. As you can imagine, if you're on a weekend trip with someone and you get annoyed with them, um, Cam and I have been on a weekend trip for a year (laughs) and, uh, I wouldn't trade it for a minute, but we have lived three years of our relationship in this one year. Totally. Um, so even if we have weeks or a month where we're really off, off of the same page we are not connecting we are fighting a lot we are whatever um i'm thankful because i know that when the world opens up again when we can have normal space when like we can give each other back (laughs) intrigue we got this (laughs) with each other it's like oh we've done it all Mm -hmm. um one of the podcasts we listen to a lot is hosted by esther perel who uh like she's like a love researcher and she talks a lot about how real love is all about the balance between familiar and unexpected or familiar and like surprising Mm -hmm. and we don't get the unexpected or surprising with each other so we have that level of like holy shit i know everything about you i love you i see you in every single way i see you poop (laughs) but I don't get to like wonder what you did today. Like I said that the other day, I was like, oh my God, how fun will it be when I go to work or you go out to an event or whatever and we come home and it was like, how was Mm -hmm. it? Like we can, right now she can hear how work is going. You can hear me on calls and I can hear you on calls or Mm -hmm. podcast recordings or whatever. Um, All to say, things are very good. We just need real life again. We just need real life. It's funny. We were also already way too comfortable with each other because of being friends for so long. Like, yeah, that's true. We got to the poop in front of each other phase, which I know a lot of people refuse Never to ever do. There. But I'm not a fan of that. It's like, I want to support your bowels. Your bowel movement. Especially because like I don't poop that often. Well, now I do, as you know. Yeah, I'm cursed by only dating people who like can't poop properly. <laughs> and I have like the most regular system and i'm cursed by people with regular systems Mm -hmm. well you you have to balance each other out we can't both have bad tummies (laughs) all right let's move on (laughs) um okay spirituality funky um okay spirituality where are you at with your spirituality folks um i know that sounds weird for people that are spiritual religious that think about the great unknown 
or higher powers or whatever it may be. Um, that's one end of the spectrum. For others, you might believe it's a bunch of hogwash. Where are you at with your connection to anything else? You know what I mean? Like it's like it's your internal connection to outward things. But you could also have zero belief in anything beyond you and be a seven because you're satisfied in what oh, you true, believe. Oh, true, true, true. Yep. So. Okay, I'm already done, so I'm going to go. Go on. I did a three because a lot of my connection comes from nature mm. and I don't think I've experienced it as much as I would have liked to this year. It's a good distinction. Like I, the second I'm in the mountains, specifically the mountains, Sedona, Arizona is one of my favorite places. A lot of people think it's like, aggressively spiritual and there's like zones and everything that's not what it means to me it's just it has been a place that has fed my soul in like the darkest times in my life um it's a place I feel connected to my parents at who for me they're like my spiritual connection because Mm -hmm. they mean so much more than this physical body to me like their spirits mean the world to me um So I haven't had a lot of that because I haven't been able to travel. Like seeing new sites really makes me feel connected to this earth. And I think the earth brings me that spirituality. Yeah. Also, I feel like I have a lot to learn when it comes to just like astrology or a lot of other things that make me feel connected to anything bigger than me. Yeah. Um, And I'm realizing how little I know about the things that I actually feel connected to. Exactly. Um. So yeah, I just think there's some work to do there. And I'd like, I think the more you and I have talked about religion has made me realize I have a desire to feel a connection to a bigger thing, but I don't like religion. So I'd really like to spend this year kind of like tapping into what that means to me, whether it means I go sit in a park for an hour every couple days or whatever. Mm. But yeah, that's lovely. Um, it's fun to get a three every once in a while because you're like, ooh, this is something I get to like pour myself into. Yeah, it's like uh, in, instead of a failure, it's like area of opportunity. It's opportunity, as your As your uh, boss would tell you before they fire you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so true. <laughs> Yikes. Um, spirituality, I gave myself a five. Uh, I feel like for those of you who don't know my story, I was extremely Christian for a lot of years of my life and then I was extremely not And I feel like I have let myself this year kind of think about it internally again. Um, And just in the last few months, I've really started to realize that I can have that and be gay. By that, I don't mean Christianity. I just mean something. Um, If you're like me, you know exactly what I'm talking about right now. And I know there are lots of you out there that agree with this. So um, I'm just really, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful and I'm curious and I feel like... I'm going to get to figure out what that means for me in the coming year. Um, I'm, I got asked by the LGBTQ center of Orange County, which is where I grew up to host like a spiritual round table with like religious leaders in Orange County. And I did a zoom call with a bunch of, of uh, pastors and bishops and stuff in Orange. And it was the, one of the most, exciting things I've ever experienced because every single person on that call was like oh yeah it's not a like you can be gay and believe in Christian believe in Christianity or you can be gay and believe in God and if you even question it I don't know who you are I don't know how you dare say that you're a Christian and um 
we haven't had the full conversation yet, but it just got me really curious and excited and hopeful for what that could mean for me. So I'm, I'm at a five. I feel at peace. That I'm surprised you're that high. I think you, like I've, I've heard you struggle with it this year, but I guess that struggle brought you to that five. So I'm just feeling very hopeful. Yeah. The five is like, I'm like at a three, but the four and five is of extreme hope that mm-hmm. is like pushing oh, me good. forward. Thanks. Uh, family. Let's move to the fam. How, how satisfied are you with your current relationships, with your family, with your uh, feelings of family? It doesn't need to be your mom or dad or caregiver, or brothers and sisters. It could be the family you've made for yourself. Um, you could be just with your cousin, and that cousin could be more family than you could ever imagine. Little chosen family. Action. Chosen fam. How satisfied are you with your current family situation um I did a three Aww. I feel like I'm gonna cry <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that you can cry I love you maybe you go <laughs> do you want me to yeah go ahead okay oh this is unfortunate <laughs> <laughs> I'm a seven <laughs> that's not unfortunate that's beautiful thank you honey um I'll go quick. I said a seven because this year was really crazy for my family. My mom was diagnosed with cancer uh, and then is currently undergoing radiation for cancer. And it it was the best that it could be. And it's just like a complete, I don't know. It all just feels like a weird miracle. My grandma tested positive for COVID, but has no symptoms. <laughs> like it's just weird shit like that keeps happening. But more than that, um, I just feel like my family's been together. Like my mom and other things have brought my family together a lot more and have got us texting in our family group chat more. And um, I think my family loves, I know my family loves Cam and has kind of been waiting for us to be together. And it's really (laughs) fun. Just, yeah, I just feel very at peace with my family. I feel very at home. Um, I'm just thankful. And everyone feels healthy and happy. And, um, I'm just really grateful. Sorry. Don't be, I don't want you to be sorry. I, I want I you to be sorry. I just know seven. that it's, yeah. Okay, go ahead. No, um, I was going to do like a one and your family pushed me to the three. So oh, I'm, honey. I'm all the same things you said. It's been a hard year focusing on your family. Like you said, it's been a difficult year, but things just kind of seem to work out. You've seen your family a lot because living down here, which was the goal to be closer to your family, who's only a couple hours away, if that, without traffic now. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. without traffic, we get there in under an hour. Um, But with my family, it's been a rough year because I haven't seen, I haven't seen my brother. God. (laughs) I love you. I love you. I haven't seen my brother and his wife in... Over a year, I saw them in, I think, November for a wedding. So, like, we weren't even home. Mm-hmm. And then my parents came here for Christmas. So, I haven't been, like, home with my family since – I really don't know. I don't remember. Probably two years or yeah, something. Yeah, it's been a long time. Um, And then just, like, with different outlooks on life and politics, there's been a lot of, like – not, I don't even want to say turmoil because everyone's been very respectful and open. Like, and I've, I've had some, I get a lot of questions of like, how do you deal with your brother who voted for Trump? Like, 
My brother is a really great human and really respectful and him and I have some really incredible conversations. If anything, I'm harsh. I'm like, I'm not super nice to him and he's really kind to my beliefs. Um, But it is hard. It's just been a weird year to have so many disputes and I've had a year of reckoning for myself and like my own privilege and what I'm not going to put up with and what I have to stand up with stand up for other people yeah and that has caused some like arguments and it's just been hard it's just been hard to not see my family my parents are getting old um I didn't say this publicly but both of my parents got COVID and that was terrifying because my whole fear was like we canceled going home we were gonna go home to Pittsburgh for Christmas didn't go because I was terrified to give my parents COVID they got COVID together. They're both fine. Not that you had it. You were just terrified that... that yeah, I didn't have travel. it, but I was afraid yeah. that I was going to travel, give it to them. Spoiler alert, didn't go home. They got COVID. They're both fine. Thank God, but um, spirituality just went up a notch. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's just been so a hard... mine. <laughs> it's just been really... It's just been hard. I'm like talking fast and sporadic so I don't cry again, but I just... I miss my family. It's hard, but I'm super thrilled by our little family with you and Frank and Riggs it feels magical and your immediate family have been amazing so three was probably unfair but I think like the pain I have of not seeing my family it's hard to look past that's heavy yeah okay next (laughs) I love you I love you this is a nice moment I assume a lot of people's family might be low yeah so I want to like whoever's also having this moment. Cam is just I'm gonna be is sitting here crying, and <laughs> I want to be. I hope I I wish I could hug you. Yeah, I wish I could hug you, and we could like cuddle and cry for an hour. I would love that. I'll cuddle you and cry with you for an hour. Thank you, baby. I love you. I love you. <sighs> Moving on to fun. <laughs> <laughs> transition Uh, all right that's funny um okay how satisfied with you are you with the level of like leisure fun what actually whatever your definition of fun is i'm not even gonna keep going yeah that cannot be right (laughs) that can't be right (laughs) i forgot it was like recording um i'll kick it off and i'll be quick i'm a two i don't feel like I, I, a lot of fun for me is novelty, experiencing new things, doing new things, going new places. Um, and I think in quarantine, Cam and I have had, uh, phases of like, let's reinvent the wheel. Let's like play Nerf gun fighting for a week. (laughs) Let's like buy new floaties for the pool. Let's, you know, let the dog sleep in the bed let's watch a cooking show we've had these like these these humps of fun that i think are great it's always fun but we've had these humps of what i would think as like renewed fun um and i haven't gotten you i cannot get enough of that inside this house yeah i'm a very social person i'm a very like i need to be out of the house and i don't get that so i gave myself a whopping two because i just (laughs) feel on brand stuck in the fun department. Camden? 
Um, my instinct was also a two, and I bumped it up to a four, actually. And maybe that's like the little Cute. optimistic child in me. But that came from a conversation we had today or yesterday where I was saying, you know, if I would describe my ideal Sunday or Saturday or whatever it mm. was when we were talking about this, it would entail everything we just did. Like we woke up, we were cuddling with the dogs, you brought me coffee in bed, we made breakfast, we played games all day, we walked the dogs. It, like I think the other day it rained and it was cozy and we watched movies. Like it was all of the things that I classify as fun, but they've kind of lost their oomph because we've done them so many times like too much of good things a bad thing concept has fully set in this year however I have had a lot of fun we have had (laughs) nerf gun wars we have cuddled in bed in the middle of the day Mm -hmm. like we've watched movies we've like cuddled (laughs) (laughs) um I don't know. There's a lot there's a lot of things that I would love to do. I think it's it's made me appreciate going out more. I'm so not into going out. I'm the friend who goes to the bathroom and ends up leaving and going home. Like I'm that person who's always like I'd rather be home. I'm such a homebody. But the only way to appreciate the homebody is to be forced to go out. <laughs> so it's it's really made me appreciate the times that I can go out. But if I could have a day a week where I'm out and I'm like going to an event for work or hang or going to dinner with a friend and coming back or being like, babe, I had too many drinks. Come pick me up. I'd be fucking stoked. Like I'm actually really happy and I'm actually having a lot of fun. So I had to bump it up to a four because if I really look at what I love and what makes me happy and I consider fun, I'm doing it every single day. So, oh, yeah. I love can I love to see you. I love you. Um, <gasps> last one. Last one, baby. Money, 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 money. Money. Whoa. That was dope. <laughs> Steph just closed all three r- rings. Congrats, Steph. I'm going to reply on my Apple Watch. Baby, no one knows what you're talking about. That's you got to edit that out. <laughs> I'm not editing it out. I don't edit anything because it's too Taryn much Taryn just like getting distracted by your Apple Watch. It's fine. All right. Money. Money. How money. are you feeling about the current I want money. flow of money in your life? <laughs> this is insanely relative to every person. This is so relative. Because you could have gotten a raise for... 50 cents a paycheck. Yeah. And this is a seven for you. Or you could have gotten a $10,000 raise and this is a two for you. This is so... This is very relative. So relative and I feel... I feel like a dick. I f- yeah. I was just going to say I feel sad giving myself the score that I'm giving myself. You because... Me, you go first, Katie. Okay. I gave myself a two. And it's not... I'm okay and I'm fine and I'm comfortable and I'm happy Sorry, I keep I keep banging my jacket on the table and Darren's getting so mad. My jacket. <laughs> oh my god, I'm making her double mad. Um, <laughs> we are trying to buy a house, and I am depressed at how expensive they are in LA for what we want. And like, we don't even want a lot. We are 
being so humble and so wholesome <laughs> about like our little tiny ass. Like we just want like a clean, cute place and we can't find anything that's under y'all. If I know you are listening all over America and the world <laughs> yeah. and you're going to cry, but we cannot find a decent, and again, not not high standards, very low standards. Two, like two bedroom our, yard. Our, our square footage of the house is 1,250 square feet is our like. And up. Yeah. But like that's the vibe we're looking for. Like one bathroom, two bed because we both work from home. Would love three bed but not a must. Need a little bit of yard space for the dog. The dogs but like not not a must. We'll figure it out. We can't find anything for under $1,200,000. Imagine that. Let's say you go, you know what? Our budget's going to be a million, which is the worst thing ever. A million dollars? A million dollars is so much money. I don't even know what that looks like. And we go like, okay, our budget's a million. We can afford a million dollars. And there is... I'm going to cry. It's shacks in LA. It's not even. You can't even buy the land for that. You (laughs) cannot even buy property in not even a nice area. We're not... Y'all, when I say this, I'm not talking about like Hollywood, West Hollywood, Beverly Hills. I'm not talking about even if you know We're LA, in the burb. Sherman Oaks. I'm not even talking about that. Van Nuys. Not even talking about that. I'm like an hour out of LA. It's just, it's, it's frustrating. And I feel like my entire life, I've had the privilege of focusing on when I worry about money, it becomes a worry. And if I just let it happen, it happens. Anytime I've like ran out of money, I try to calm myself down and it, it works out. And this is the first time where I'm like, we can't buy a house and I just want a house and I want to stop wasting money renting a house. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's why I'm at a two because I'm just sad. Where are you at? I gave myself a four. Oh, so you're buying your house. <laughs> <laughs> um, I gave myself a four because... When I sit back and look at my salary, I am she cushy. I'm very surprised that I can't buy a house. <laughs> I'm very surprised that I can't buy a house, but also that like I'm where I'm at. When I pay my taxes, I'm surprised that I can't. Buy I a just house. I'm just like this is what I thought I would make when I was like a 60 year old person. Oh, I've told you my like. All of my best friends were filthy rich growing up and I knew all their dads made, their salaries were $100,000. And I was like, if I can make that, yeah, I'm going to be queen of the world. And then I made that yeah, and I still can't buy a house. Yeah, it's like, y'all, salary, well, that's a whole other episode, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I'm saying is I... It's very easy to get wrapped up in like, shit, I don't have what I want or I don't have all these things. But when I actually back up and look at what I have and look at what I make and see that like I make X amount from my salary and then I have these other gigs that are like repeating and actually very high paying and enough to be someone's salary on their own. Like I'm very thankful for where I'm at. I'm very surprised. I'm very proud um, and the fact that I can't buy a home right now is annoying, but that is some true first world problems because we are wanting to live in 
Los Angeles, California. <laughs> if we move to fucking <gasps> Texas, we could have a... I had a dream we moved a... to Detroit. <laughs> what kind of house did we have? A mansion. Oh, baby. I know. Anyway. Um, okay, so we've done them all. I hope you have too. One last task for us. It's a two-parter. I want you to find an area where you feel personally low in. And I want you to find, think of one thing that you can start doing. So find one, one slice of your pie where you're low. And think of one thing that you could start doing to just raise that up to the next number. Mm-hmm. You don't go all the way to seven. You just think, how do I go from a one to a two or a two to a three or a three to four? Um, and then on the other end, if you're at a seven somewhere, find a seven or a six or whatever. Think of one thing you can keep doing moving forward that's going to help you stay where you're at. Mm-hmm. Do you already have yours? You look very complacent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Um, so my my low one that I'd like to work on is family. I can call my family more. I think when I found out my parents had COVID, I checked in on them daily, multiple, multiple times a day, nonstop. And we rarely talked about their health and mainly just talked about life. And I felt super close to them and it was really nice. And I can definitely keep that up even being far away. We can chat. Um, my area that is up there and I think I can keep up there is my health I think the only thing that holds me back is my mental health which I'm working on and I think I need to get over my along with my mental health I have a fear of doctors which kind of messes up the physical health I think I can break that barrier go get everything checked out which I have been working on and that'll make me feel physically I wish they could have seen that. (laughs) She just did like a fighter situation, but it was less intense and more cute. It was like a wiggly fighter. Yeah. Oh, like a little noodle. Yeah. Defending their noodle family. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Little ramen noodle. Um, My thing that I can start doing is on the friends side where I gave myself a two. I can start being more communicative. Mm -hmm. Um, When I was telling my therapist today that like, oh my God, what if my friends think that I'm like all of a sudden I don't show up or I don't care about all these things. They're like, how long have you known these people? And I was like, I've known them since I was in high school. So since I was like 13, which would mean 17 years. Mm -hmm. And she was like, Taryn, they know you. Mm -hmm. They know you. That's so true. You are so scared of like your intentions being misinterpreted, but they know. She's like, they know you. They know you on both sides. They know they have the evidence that you're a good friend. And they also have the evidence that you're very afraid right now with everything going on and probably being extra cautious. And I was like, bitch, you right. So I would like to be more communicative. Um, I would like to text those friends and be like, hey, just want to make sure that you understand where I'm at. That you know Um, I love you. and, And I will hear, I know with my heart of hearts that they will say, Taryn, I know. They'll be like, duh. And I love you. Um, the thing that I can keep doing what did I pick? Oh, for career, I also said be more communicative because I feel like I was very uh, afraid to go for like freelance life and um, consultant life. And I've done a... I'll take credit for that. <laughs> Cam pushed me to do that. Um, and I've done a great... I feel like I've done a really great job. And the only reason that I'm able to juggle a few things is being communicative and being overly communicative and yeah i would like to keep doing that because i would like to continue this little juggling situation 
Thank you, honey. She just scratched my shoulder. Proud of you, baby. Um, okay. Dear listener, what do we want to say to the people that just went through this little life wheel exercise with us, but might not have someone to talk to about it? Um, just kind of sat there doing it on their own. Oh, talk to us. I think the day you release this podcast, we should hop on live so we can all talk about this. This is this felt like therapy. If you don't go to therapy, go. If you can afford it. If you aren't going to therapy, jump on the live with us. Because this honestly felt this felt like therapy. It it forces you to be introspective and really look at your life, your life wheel, exactly what it is and make sure that you're finding balance and where you can improve and if one thing's lacking, where you can uplift your life and it's just so valuable. Um, as a first-time life balance wheeler, you uh, highly recommend. This was so beneficial to the point where I would like to ask you, um, we don't have to hijack your podcast again, but I would like to do this quarterly in a year. I think it would help keep perspective, totally. whether you and I do it, whether we do it on the podcast, whether we do it on a live with everyone, if y'all are down for it. Um, this was really useful. And I think it. I think it's easy to be like, oh, I'm okay with my friends. And then you go, all right, one to seven, where are you at? And you go, well, yeah. it's, it's so helpful. Um, if anyone needs a big hug. Lean in. Come here. Yeah. Come, Every, here. come here. We love you. We're kissing you. Hey, we're proud of you. We're so proud of you. You're doing a really good thing by checking in on yourself. Yeah. You, I'm so proud of you even taking the time to fill out this wheel and see what you want for yourself. And, and you deserve it. You deserve to be sevens all around. But that's not life. And that's okay. And also, like, if you're, like, an adult woman that's, like, 30 years old and you're like, why are these people whispering to me? Just feel it. <laughs> just just lean in and embrace just lean it. lean in. We, we love you. We all need this. Um, if you're having a drink, which... I don't know if we told you in the beginning, but I hope you had a drink with you. If you're of age, if you're a drinker, cheers. Cheers, cutie pie. Um, folks. Oh, I wish that clicked louder. Wait, wait. Get our wine glasses from noise. earlier. No, uh, we need to do it like naturally. Gorgeous. <laughs> Big shatter. Um, hey, thank you so much for listening. Um, this was the first episode of Stuck that I've done in quite a while because I was <laughs> stuck. Welcome back, babe. Um, thank you, honey. And I'm excited. I'm excited for this next year. Even if you don't believe like new year, new you, I get it. I feel that. However, a new year gives you an, ex- an excuse and a reason to kind of reevaluate where you are. So I always take that because it feels like a good thing to do. Um, Cam, I will have you back on the pod, of course. But where can the people find you and what, what, what are you up to? Oh my gosh. Um, I'm just on my usual bullshit <laughs> i'm over on social media at cammy scott on everything also literally I'm, everything onlyfans.com <laughs> that one's camden scott um i would <laughs> that also one's mamden oh my god imagine um i would also really love if you guys would check out my podcast if you like Taryn's podcast you would probably like mine we got the similar like better yourself that do be true gist um check it out uneducated follow the uneducated podcast or the uneducated website oh my god I can't talk I had too much champagne the uneducated Instagram there you go uh I don't actually know it I think uneducated pod 
It's uneducated underscore podcast, I believe. Oh. But whatever. Come hang out with me. Come Find chat. It. Yeah. You, it's scavenger hunt. <laughs> it's like a fun part of the podcast. Ready, set, go. <laughs> um, Cam, thanks for doing this with me. I'm excited. Thank to, you, Tara. This was really fun. To stop recording so that I can give you a big old smoochy doochy kiss. Get over here, baby. And then we can maybe have di- dinner. I don't know. I'm, are you getting hungry? Nice one, more champagne. Me too. Um, hey, thanks for listening. It would mean the world to me if you would rate slash review this podcast. If you're going to rate it, you might as well review it. It's right there. Um, go on iTunes. Give it a little something, something. Even if you just say literally love it, period. That really matters. It helps boost it up. Um, and I really appreciate that. If you... Wow, that was so good. Do that on mine too, actually. <laughs> if I you never... want notifications uh, for when I release a new podcast, obviously subscribe or go to thetaranarnold.com slash newsletter and I will literal oh, newsletter. It's so good. email you when I post a new podcast. I'm the Taryn Arnold everywhere. And thanks. You are no longer stuck with me, but I'll see you next week. Oh my God, Pete, that was so cute. I love you. I love you. Bye, guys. Thank you.